Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. Why do you why do you need twerking for it to be the greatest song of all time? That's that's part of it. That's the tiebreaker. What does it do for the women? You're coming from a very male perspective. No, everyone loves back that ass up. All genders, all everyone, everyone loves back that ass up. I give you that. That is that is a great song. But like greatest rap song of all time? No, sir. Greatest rap song of all time. I can't think of anything better. I think it might if if you put on if you put if you have a list of like greatest like party records but like greatest like greatest rap song of all time like Bombs Over Baghdad for me dog Bombs Over Baghdad truly makes you feel four different fucking things at, at, in the same song like you feel like like how, how do they do that like make you feel back that ass up make you feel back that ass up don't make me feel nothing like you know what i mean like okay like women women get their twerk on that's cool like i've i've i i felt lustful before but like i don't i don't feel i don't feel like fucking like my like my day is gonna be better after back that ass up go comes on I do. <laughs> I can't even lie. I feel like I'm having a good day when that comes on, particularly if my wife's around. You're all going to have a good day. It's bounce over back there for me, though. I don't know. I, I don't know, though. Like, I, I've been. I, I, I mean, I like back that ass up, but it, it don't, it don't, it don't move me, though. Sorry to hear that. It moves me. It moves. It moves them, and that's cool. But it don't move me. Rashad doesn't have an opinion. Oh, I definitely have an opinion. No, because like we. I mean, I definitely have one. I mean, but do y'all really want to hear my opinion about the greatest rap song of all time? No. In fact, it might be the greatest Thank song you. of all Thank time. Thank you, Scar. Thank no. you. Because we Scar really already don't. knows that neither one of those is on my, it might <laughs> be the my top song 10. Of all time. But that ain't the greatest song of all time. Back that ass up or uh, whatever it was that Scar said. Bombs over fucking Baghdad, you jerk. It's definitely not it. That's not even Outkast's greatest song. That's definitely not it. International Players is a better song than that. Players ball is better than that. Mm, yeah. International players is is kind of UGK. I don't I don't love it. I don't love it as much because I heard I heard I choose you before that. 
I've heard the Project Pat version before that. So, so basically, basically, fucking um, Pimp C heard that song, I Choose You by Project Pat. It was like, yo, dog, I need that beat. It was like, well, the song's already made. It's like, I don't even care. I want that same beat. Like, don't change nothing. I want that beat. We're going to make a whole new song. As a matter of fact, not only is Juvenile the greatest rap song of all time, he also has the most authentic music video of all time. Ha. There's no more authentic to an area video than that is to New Orleans. If you got a band New Orleans. No, but it's about a baby by no area. That's just about people. Posse's on Broadway. Brenda about a baby is about people. I'm talking about an area. Wait, wait. I said my posse's on Broadway. The fuck is that, sir? Mix a lot. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that video. It's a video. About how his posse is on Broadway and they're literally cruising the streets of Seattle. Dude, that doesn't count. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You said that it, it's it's uh, it's very, very. I mean, even in the song, he says, "Go back the other way. We'll stop and eat at Dick's, which is one of the places to eat on this strip in Seattle." Who gives a fuck about Seattle? Who gives a fuck about New Orleans? Why do you care? Either way, you're not from either. Are you going to really compare New Orleans to Seattle right now? Didn't you just take a vacation to New Orleans? (laughs) I did just take a vacation to New Orleans, but you know what else? I take vacations to Seattle, too. You're really about to compare Seattle to New Orleans? Eh. The food in New Orleans was fantastic. I cannot lie. But New Orleans itself. The music in New Orleans? The music in New Orleans was also fantastic. That band, Scarry, I know I sent you the video. That band was wonderful. But New Orleans itself is kind of nasty. Yeah, it's great. Everything out there looks like everything out there looks like they breed roaches. It's grimy as fuck. It's very southern. And then you go across the street and it, it just looks nice. Authentic. Yeah, that has nothing to do with uh, how much I enjoy a city, though. I I really didn't like the fact that I had to walk in the middle of the street in New Orleans because there were no street lights. Well, you was probably down there on um, on Canal Street and shit. Where were we in New Orleans? We were in the French Quarter. Yeah, Canal Street. We got a hotel Street. in the French Quarter. Yeah, you are Canal Street. Yeah, that's what you do. You walk in the street. You have to. I like them both. I'm definitely looking forward to going back to New Orleans with Nietzsche because the food out there, Dini's, shout out to them. They were fantastic. New Orleans is definitely a top five food city. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's debatable. I wouldn't I say it's if, number one, but it's top five. If I ever went, I'm going for music. I'm not going for all the rest of that shit. You go music. for music, but you have to eat somewhere. I know, but like, I'm, I don't really care that much. And I, um, my 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 homegirl, her husband has a restaurant. So if your homegirl's husband has a restaurant, then you're already taken care of as far as food goes. You know what? I hope his restaurant sucks. I hope you go out there and it's horrible and you got to go out and try other shit. I hope you make stuff that you don't agree with and your stomach doesn't like it and you got to go out and try some other shit. See, what okay. you got to do is next year just that, that, You sound like such a fucking hater right now. No, because you're talking about you ain't got to worry about it. I want you to actually go out no, to New Orleans I, and sample I, the wares. If I go to New Orleans, I'm going for the music. That's what I'm going there mostly If you go for. to New Orleans for the music, I want you to also sample the food, Scar. I want you I mean, to I, of course I got to fucking eat, but Scar, I'm, that's Scar, not why I'm, I'm putting there. it in my will. When I die, I want you to live. You're going to spend a lot of time eating in New Orleans. It's impossible not to. But next time, next year, Shani, you got to send Devin to some family, and you and Nisha need to go down there at the end of June for Essence Festival. You know what? We were talking about that. 
We did. I've been to Essence Festival, and it's fucking amazing. Nisha and I've I also been to about Essence Festival because um, Girl Trip. I think Girl Trip was the one where they went on when they went to Essence Fest. So we were like, yeah, we want to do that. When Jasmine That's Sullivan's the out there, that's when she wanted to do it. That's the festival is amazing. Scar would like that. He like music. Yeah, I think Scar would like to just stand out front of uh, Andrew Jackson though, but and you just know, you see can, the the bands get down. You go in like they got like hella little small venues where people just randomly pop up and play in New Orleans. Yo, we were talking about New Orleans, right? And my Facebook was on and I'm scrolling through my Facebook. And at the exact same time we're talking about New Orleans, somebody came up with a Sweet Love New Orleans Bounce remix. With Anita Yanni Baker? Yeah, that sounds amazing. (laughs) It is, it is, it it is everything you thought it would be. That's that's another thing. Seattle ain't got bounce music. They ain't got that. They ain't got bounce music. They got a yeah, fish. Mar- I've been to Seattle twice. They got a fish market, a I mean, Space Needle. The only thing that really, the only thing that came out of Seattle that's really like done anything is grunge. And like, are, are we really standing by grunge right now? Yeah, they got a Space Needle. They got a fish market. They got Isn't a bunch the, of rainy weather. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Seattle named after Jimi Hendrix. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in fucking Ohio. Mm, is it though, friend? Yes, it is. Yes, it is in Ohio. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Ohio. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got cloudy weather. And they got... Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's a nice city. I, I, I mean, y- y'all might have a different Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but, like, the real one is in fucking Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Janet Jackson was at Essence Festival this year. Look at that. Why, why exactly do um why exactly do uh Ohio have all of the fucking Hall of Fames? They gotta convince you to go there somehow. Look at this, look at this lineup, Scar. Janet Jackson, Mary J. Blige, Erica Badu, Joe Scott, Snoop Dogg. I can't see these small one letters. of those things is not like the others. <laughs> Blackstreet was there wrecking effect. Rex, they had Rex, really small letters. Well, well Rex, well, yeah, Black Rock Street, and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum in Seattle, Washington. Y'all got y'all got a different one there. Okay, Miguel, Escape. I mean, I mean, Blackstreet and Rex and Effect basically some of the same people. Like it's cross pollination. You know what? Blackstreet is probably the only music group in the history of music. To have an interlude that's better than any full song they ever put out. Which one is that? That album used to be my favorite album. No Paradise. One. Oh yeah, that is great. That's that is that's great. literally like I heard that and I was like, that's the only thing I'm putting on Spotify. I think I think um, Wu Tang had one of those until they actually made a song. I don't think Wu Tang's in the same category as Blackstreet, though. <laughs> no, you said interludes. You said interludes that that's like re- that's better than a song. Yeah, until they actually made the song. Wait, what interlude are you talking about? Um, hold on. Let me. Um, I need to think of the name of the song. One, one moment, please. And I love how they used to say Blackstreet and Teddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you couldn't just be part of Blackstreet. It had to be. Blackstreet and Teddy. Well, because at least they failed, didn't say they want to at be least, affiliated. At least they didn't say Teddy first. Yeah. He, he didn't say I'm Teddy and these are the fucking temptations, at least. You know? yeah. <laughs> and the worst one about it is like just like just like the fucking temptations, the guy who's really like the key to it is the is the guy in the middle. He's not one of the lead singers and he's not at the bottom. Like he's just like completely in the middle. You know what? Yesterday, I realized that Groove Me is a song about fucking. Makes sense to me. Groove Me by Guy. Duh. 
It, it just it dawned on me yesterday, Scar. Like literally. Oh yeah, he was there while, too. While okay, Aaron was saying, and you can groove me. Guy also, <laughs> guy also, Teddy Riley. All three groups have Teddy Riley in it. That's yeah. The guy why. was there. It says uh, Reckon Effects, Black Street, and Guy. Yeah, that's te- that's all. Oh, they, yeah, they say it's called Teddy Riley's New Jack Swing. Experience. Yeah, that's Teddy Riley. All that shit's Effect, Black Street, and Guy. Escape, her. Dave Hollister, Daniel Caesar. My wife likes uh, Dave Hollister. Miguel. He's a my sister, woman. My man. sister. My sister really what, does. Scar, what's DYSN? Doing you some night. This I have. I, I have not. I have no idea who that is. Keila. I think this is a Kilila. I can't see. Marsha Ambrosis. Oh, don't fuck up. No, she can. She can sing her asshole. Marsha Ambrosius is like, whew, man, she was also the person that did the background in Cry Me a River. Cry yep. me, cry me. Yep. That, she, yeah, she put that nigga on blast. Um, that's that's his festival credit sound for it. Lit. He, did, he didn't put her on the album cover, so she put him on TikTok. <laughs> oh, who else was there? New Edition, Usher, the Isley Brothers, the Roots. Is this Essence Fest still? Yeah, this is all Essence Festival this year. That was there this year, just a couple weeks ago. I mean, no. This month, the end of this month, June 30th. Uh, Angie Martinez and Friends. Wait, why wait, is, wait. Why, uh, Angie Martinez has one song. And she only got one verse on that one song. Exactly. As everybody <laughs> else's song and not hers. Hold on. Like, her verse <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies Night is hers, but like hey, nigga, everybody else... I used to think Angie Martinez was so cute. I can't I even used, front. I used to. Yeah, she does only have one song. It's D Ladies Night. Friends. What? It must be Angie on the mic. What? The buttersweet honey with the sugar and the spice. D, uh, Keep D my nice lines tight. Raised his uh, profile during the pro- during the pandemic, so now he can do whatever he wants to. Summer Walker and Nicki Minaj. That's everyone that's going to be there. Janet Jackson. I, I, I think some, I said Janet Jackson. Ain't Summer Walker the one that she's kind of weird? All of them. I don't know weird. Summer Walker. So. Um. Oh, hold on. Let me let me look up something. Yo, I just made this motherfucker up last night, and um. You take me up so high, higher up and higher, reach the sky. Feel so good, you in my life, my paradise. Whoa, you show love in a special way. This was a great interview. Just enough to make my day. You give more than I can take, my paradise. Keeper of the sun, keep it shining on the one who lights my life when the darkness comes, my paradise. So, so we're so we're totally pretending like that's just like that's just not them singing over take six, right? Like, oh, that's what we're pretending. Like, that's what <laughs> that harmony, the harmony structure is fully fucking take six, right? But it's not take six. Take six is a completely I, I get different. That. I get that, but no, that I'm harmony saying, structure six is a completely different style of we, we usually, harmonizing. But we usually associate that harmony structure for like take six and fucking acapella groups. But like take six is like where we what we think of first when we hear that. When you hear that harmony structure, you're like, oh, take six, and they just sing over take six. No, dog, we not we not crowning that shit. I you am. Just sing over take six. No, thank you. Crown them, we crown their ass. I did a long time ago. Like I said, the greatest interlude ever made. Who the kids? He's got it made. We also had another good interlude with a little kid singing. Who? On the Black Street album. Really? Yeah. It's a little kid singing. Uh, it's right before the song. It's like, uh, it's um. Oh, I want to be your man. It's the beginning of I want to be your man. Okay, let me see that. Let me let me let me see. I want to be your man. I want to be. Okay, I want to be your man. The Wu Tang the Wu Tang song I was talking about. Maybe the song before that. It's an interlude. Oh, say it's a song before that. Yeah, because the song before that, everybody know that song. Hey, I'll take you back. Way back. Oh, 
Nope, it ain't there no more. A lot of is that? A lot of old R and B don't do it for me no more. Like I, I can I can go back to some Neo Soul and and feel all right, but like <laughs> that shit right there don't move me one bit at all. You know, if you were fucking a black woman, it might take you back way back back in the time. Oh, is it Taj? Is it? <laughs> this nigga started talking about fucking a black woman right when it's oh, on. It's Taj's lube. Oh, he ain't listening. God, this nigga was talking about. So, yeah, about you fucking a black woman, you would right when his son walks in. <laughs> That was that was hilarious. Like his face was like, "Oh shit, that's my son back there." <laughs> that was hilarious. Welcome to another one. That's Gar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. It's after that song. It's called Taja's Lou. It's after I want to be your man. Okay. After. Baby, 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 I wanna know you. Place the one above you. I wanna love you, baby, baby, baby. I wanna be a man. No, that's fucking awful. Get that kid off the mic. That's fucking adorable. That's, that's so why adorable. I only got six. That's why on <laughs> this. <laughs> this is the first. For Spotify, most big artists, um, let's say for um, My Paradise, it has 674,000 uh, plays. Uh, no Diggity has 566 million plays. Taja's Lude has 1,602 plays. <laughs> also, this Another Love is one of the best R&B albums ever made. I'll stand by that. Let's it's not. got a lot of one, one of, but not the. No, not the one of. What let's, what what is the best what is the best R and B album ever made to you to y'all? Let's not go there with that. That's a great question. I I know I know exactly what my first thought is when I think of like great R and B albums. Like this is up there for me. It's fucking confessions for me, dog. dog. Confessions is fucking. Oh flawless. yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Album. Confessions is fucking flawless, especially the extended version where they added in the other songs. Boy, confessions like, conf- is a good album. Confessions is flawless. I will say, um, I, I I wouldn't say that this would be on everybody else's list, but Aphrodisiac by Brandy is on my list. That is. I've never heard that. List. I know Rashani likes Brandy. So he's probably heard that one. My wife likes brandy. I like rum. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah, Aphrodisiac, baby, brandy, one of the best albums of all time. She said, "Get the fuck out of her face, Scar." I love that shit. Like I said, I know it's not going to be on everybody's list. She said it's one of Brandy's best albums, but not one of the best of all time. I think if I said it's on my list, and I know why it wouldn't be on everybody else's, but I think that shit was actually fucking dope. Black people really like Anita Baker. I'm sure she's up there. Yo, Anita Baker, fucking <laughs> fucking Lil Wayne. Uh, they they thought Lil Wayne was out of place at, a, at an Anita Baker show recently. Like it's out like, of place. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. like he's from like Lil Wayne is my age. Like, w- this is what we grew up listening to yeah. at home and on Saturday when you got to clean up the house. You know what I mean? What 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 Grandma and them would just put on some music. All right, get your ass up. Cookies. Rashani's not gonna like this, but this list I'm reading now on on Essence website says the tenth greatest R and B album of all time is the Shaft soundtrack. No, that's not bad. Because uh, Isaac Hayes did that whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, he did most of it. Yeah, yeah I can see that. And, but that's is that R and B? Yeah, that's R and B. I mean, what else would it be? Soul. Hmm? Uh, do they really separate soul and R and B? I feel like they, no, they don't. they don't. They don't. They <laughs> don't. They don't. But uh, you know, when you look at some of these lists, so is songs in the key of R and B, or is that pop? You know what? That's R and B. That's Sorry. that's got to be soul. That's got to be soul, fam. Because I feel it in my soul. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the thing about but the inner thing about, visions. 
the thing about the thing about Stevie Wonder is like he had a run that can't too can't too many people fuck with. Like his run was fucking amazing. But and the crazy thing about it, right? Stevie Wonder plays every instrument on his songs when they're created. Except, what? For, what? except for horns, except for horns. Stevie plays drums. Stevie, plays, <laughs> except for except for like horns. If there's some horns on it, Stevie plays every instrument on all of his albums. I did and, not know that. And um, the um, the um, 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 living for the city. The way that living for the city sounds like that, right? They 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 tried to piss him off intentionally. They kept stopping his takes. Like, so he would get started and was like, oh, oh, we're not ready for this. And then they would stop it. It's like he would get like into the into a verse or something like that, and they would stop. And then he was like, and they would just keep fucking with him. And that's how you got that sound out of him. That's kind of amazing. Scar, did you did you ever hear the remix of Gangsta's Paradise with Stevie Wonder? When they it was like a concert and Coolio and Stevie Wonder performed it with that dude. I forget that dude's name all the time. LV, uh, nigga. LV. LV. All the, three the, of the them okay. were on stage together performing a song. It was fucking amazing. It like gave me chills. Every time I watched it, I watched it like three or four times a year. It's on YouTube. It'll give you. Ch- it's like crazy to hear them singing it together. But the the number one rap R and B album of all time, according to Essence, is D'Angelo Brown Sugar. Um, I I know a lot of people hold that up there, but I I know tons of people who say it's Voodoo. I know tons of people who will say it's Voodoo. Um, I really I like Brown Sugar over Voodoo. Um. And I will I will also put like I said when you go when you go Neo Soul then you you in my wheelhouse. Um Battleism is another one that's whew. I was gonna say her live album. And if if you know what, I take that back. Erica Badu's live album is 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 phenomenal. Right, but uh her number her number her best album might be the best album of all time as far as uh as far as R and B goes, in my opinion. Her live album because Mama's Gun, Mama's Gun is pretty much flawless. The number five album on this list is Tevin Campbell. I'm ready. Tevin Campbell should never be on a top ten list. That is. I knew you were gonna say that. That's why I said. No, I just said it to see what Nietzsche was gonna do. She didn't even look. What do you? I'm just. I I look up. I was reading. I was reading something. I was reading a message, and I went, "Bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, hold up. I'm ready." So, are y'all saying that y'all don't want to talk about this episode at all? No, Um, we do. I was just going through this. We can talk about. We always do this. Yeah, we always do this, but like. I, what what list are you looking at? It's on Essence website. Number six is Aretha Franklin, Lady Soul. Number See, seven. Here's the problem Jersey. with Aretha. Here's the problem with Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin always sound like 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 one of your mama's friends who sang. Like you know what I mean? Like, even, uh, none of my mama's <laughs> friends sing like that. <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like she always like even when she was younger, like the idea of like Aretha Franklin like she her her voice is phenomenal but she always seemed like you you know like she she always seemed like family she didn't she never seemed like you know like the star that she was she always seemed like somebody that you knew from church or some shit like you know what I mean I like that's she, more her personality than her voice yeah I think I think yeah but her voice is phenomenal but like I don't know if I could just sit down and just listen to Aretha right now. Like, am I really going to just sit down and listen to Aretha? I think you'd be surprised. Number seven, Josie. I'll just do the top ten. Number seven. I forgot number two. Number two was Ray Charles. Uh, some Ray Charles album. Uh, number three, they had Lauren Hill. I don't think that's the R&B album. Miss Education of Lauren Hill. But maybe it is. Um, it's mostly it's mostly. R&B like there's some hip hop but I had the same I had the same problem with Missy like they were they were rappers until the album came out and they sang almost of the album like what the fuck just happened here number um, four was Marvin Gaye what's going on I, I think that five. should be higher I already said Tevin Campbell five Aretha Franklin six number seven Jodeci forever my lady that's low um, for me that's low for me that should be higher 
Number eight, Guy. Guy. <laughs> self-titled album. Well, see, I think yeah, I think Guy album. Guy has been tarnished by Aaron Hall himself. Like Aaron Hall, like killed any feelings that you have about guy because aaron hall is a terrible human um like he is a <laughs> horrible human being um and like 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, was aaron hall aaron hall is the worst and like we used to feel sorry for aaron hall because r kelly basically stole his whole shit and and got bigger based off of his basically doing a, an impression of aaron hall so and he stole being terrible for him too um, I'm pretty sure he did because have you, if you want to if you want to see what kind of horrible person that Aaron Hall is, look at that interview where he's talking about Melissa Ford, and you can tell um, he is a horrible human being. Um, Number nine is Curtis Mayfield's Superfly soundtrack. I can see that. Sounds great because I love. I Curtis can see Mayfield. that, but like I, I think like I think this shit needs to be updated. Like this too much like really old stuff on here. Well, it's the last time anybody made an R and B album. Confessions is on here. It's number 19. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Who makes RB anymore? Y'all probably know more than me, but I don't get RB no more. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. And um, yeah, I, I think like the the like RB that like we know and love, like old RB, like you gotta go to like um what's his name? Oh uh buddy who uh Frank Ocean is he the last RB singer? I don't I I don't know Frank Ocean like that. I know a lot of people I know a lot of people do. And a lot of people like that whatever whatever orange uh his album is, but I've never heard it. I don't you know, I know I know Frank Ocean for singing the hook of No Church in the Wild. That's that's I I can't I can't name well actually no, I know Novocaine. That's the only Frank Ocean song that I know. I think Rashani's ready to talk about the show. We're pissing them off. Go ahead, Rashani. Novocaine is actually a pretty good song, bro. I didn't even say anything. Not yet. Said, your face says everything. My face is trying to figure out how to describe my son's issue on this game so he can get his money back. Okay. On a video game? Yeah, that's it. I ain't like it. Give my money back. Nah, it's not that. His uh his file corrupted, so he lost all of his VC for uh NBA 2K. See, that's why I don't play 2K. Fuck that shit. Well, you're not him, so that's that would be that would make me angry. I get that. I can relate. I can relate to that. Yeah, I, I watched I watched one of the guy who guys who has a a 2k focused channel and he explained how his channel works and i was like yo this is ridiculous he said in order for in order for him to do his his channel when a new 2k comes out he buys like the ultimate edition or whatever it is yeah, then he gets he, some free and, vc and then he has to use that vc for whatever character that he's going to start with every time he go every time he has to use a new character he has to spend an extra fifty dollars in vc in order to make that character usable enough to make videos yeah every single every single time he does a new build he has to spend an additional fifty dollars over top of the super edition that he bought of the game i think that's that's horrible microtransactions that's how they get you yeah that's the reason why i still play live 19 they fuck you, they fuck you, they fuck you with the cell phone. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Shut. I sent y'all that sweet love uh in the in the so, group chat. so so we're gonna speed through this now because Oh, you got you got somewhere to be? Yes. Ain't oh shit happened in this show. Hella stuff happened in this episode. Oh, uh, we found we found out what Helsinki was. I think that was like the most important part of this. Like we found And out we what... found out that that Donnie has a problem with gay people. Does he does he have a problem with gay people, or he just did his own like you know typical stereotypical like what people do when they try to pretend to be gay, or they you know yeah he tried that too, but he was like I don't have any gay friends, and 
Donnie was like, or uh, Felix was like, you likely do because I act just like you do. Stop minting. And, and but the like the idea, like he said that he didn't have any gay friends while being right beside his gay friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the weird part. But like, I mean, so. I think he was trying to act like Felix in a yeah. way. Yeah, because he that's the only gay person he knows. No, the only gay person he knows he knows. Yeah, the only gay person that he well, that's all that matters is is a gay person. In that scenario, if you don't know someone's gay, then that's not a gay person that you know. So apparently, MK has a problem with Ferdinand, and she gets to run up on him later on the episode. But before that, uh, Kasim and Scott get the box from Allison. Uh, insulated bag with Dr. Leakey's head in it. Um, and so the they. Box. Get the joke. So let's keep it the cool. song. The box. It's called I the know, box. I know. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. The only box I know is the as soon as you did that, I, I immediately started thinking. Put up on nigga the light. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> oh, I do know that song. <laughs> Girl said, "Lick my ass where the cash at." <laughs> Is that what the song says? That is not what he's been over. Oh, yes, I'm gonna smash that. <laughs> he made he made up his own words, but like at at Suck what point do you ran her butt? At what point hat. do you pay attention to the words? Like fuck it, it doesn't even matter. That song sounds. <laughs> That's what I dumb. said. I didn't. He could. He would have fooled me if I would say yes. Yeah, what it says, I don't believe. I watched. I watched <laughs> the making. I watched the making of that. Uh, the beat for that song, and the one thing I love about that song is the the backwards eight oh eight. Listen, listen to the beat and listen to the backwards 808. It's fucking fantastic. You would go crazy. So, Felix or uh, Ferdinand is like, Hey, yeah, I'm in your safe house. I don't give a fuck. If y'all help me find Rachel, I'll help you get that thing out your mouth. He actually really loves Rachel. He does. She freaking freaky. And, you know, when she when she sent um, um, Charlotte to contact somebody, she sent her to contact him. Like, he knows the safe word and he knows she's going to ignore it. That's trust. But remember, when they when we first found out about Ferdinand, they were their, their whole their whole thing was. Sarah kept trying to talk about some other shit, but he was trying to talk about the Helsinki that he had planned on doing on the on the clones. That oh, we yeah, on the curls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, we never quite figured out what Helsinki was until <laughs> until now. So uh, Sarah Stubbs and Allison are singing show tunes in a restaurant. Some Karen is like, shh. Hey, bitch, if I can't sing in a restaurant, where can I sing? I realize I can't sing in a movie theater. I can't sing outside the- of the restaurant, please. Like, take that Jesus Christ superstar shit somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I will sing while you eat. <laughs> as long as it's not Jesus Christ superstar, I think I'm okay. Like, if, I mean, you start, if you start singing about rent, like, I mean, let's be honest. Rent is the reason why we know how many minutes are in a year. So, you know what? Do that. Five hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> someone asked. Someone asked that question. Like, how many minutes are in a year? And like, in order to fucking think of that, like, you think of the song. That's how you know how many minutes are. Like in a somebody year. had that on a test in their school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Somebody put it. It was on Facebook, and like the the moment I saw that, I thought of the song. It was like, bam, that's what it is. I mean, fuck it. How many? How many of us know how to spell banana? Um, because of the fucking song. Like we, there's things that we do because of songs. This shit is bananas. B A N. I met. I met a, what, what I. I, I I met a lady um, on the phone um, because, you know, I, I work for a moving company, but I'm I'm 
I work in the office. So like I do quotes and stuff like that. And a, and a, a young lady uh, wanted me to do a quote and she said her name was Aaliyah. And I, and A-A-L-I-Y-A-H? Exactly. Because of the fucking song. You're like, I know how to spell your name. <laughs> yeah. Because, and she said, that's how she learned how to spell her name. <laughs> huh. I mean, I remember niggas were coming up to me in like 2000 and nine little kids coming up to me talking about, I know how to spell independent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She got her own car. She got a, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know something? The, the Snoop is the reason why fake gangsters in Virginia knew to wear their flag on the right side. And the game should be the reason why they know they should take that shit off. Cause that nigga's like, I'm riding on anybody. Making them have a change of heart. Man, ain't nobody, ain't nobody thinking about the game in fucking Virginia. <laughs> the game has a great song. If you're the game put out one of his best albums only has like each of the game's best albums only has like three good songs on it. But um, I, I I I I listened to the first album. And I don't think I've listened to anything past the first album. The documentary 2.5 has like five good songs on it, but it's a double album. So it works out. Um, Yeah, 2.5. So two and a half. So there's two good songs on the first part. Two good songs on the... So the documentary half a good one. That's one good song, baby. The documentary was like it didn't make sense. The documentary had, um, you know, all of the good songs were either Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, or Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. So on this one, he has uh, my flag, which is like gang banging song one on one. Now um, he has uh, on the wall, which is another gang banging song. He has one hundred with Drake. He has another game banging song with Kendrick, and then he has another game banging song with Schoolboy Q. Why does he have a game banging song with Kendrick? Isn't Kendrick famously neutral? Yeah, but he's talking about how if you try and fuck with Kendrick, he's gonna blow you up because he's a game banger. Okay, that yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Basically, you fuck with Kendrick, he's popular right now. You're fucking with me. That Kendrick album died really fast, didn't it? <sighs> You know, I got to say, when it comes to music, I don't want to have to think a lot. <laughs> and when it came to, I'm so sincere, like with Damn, where niggas was like, yo, if you listen to it backwards, it's a whole nother album. I was like, fuck this shit. I just, I, I want it to be laid out for me, like Good Kid, Mad City, World's the Story. Cool. I could follow that. Um, to pimp a butterfly, I could follow that. It was dope. Damn, he had me digging through stuff and listening to backwards lyrics and shit. And then this newest one, the Steppers. I guess it's a guy who starts off with toxic masculinity, but then he goes to therapy and becomes better. But I couldn't make it through the first half of the album. It just didn't hit me. So I'm guessing you don't like Papoose Alphabetical Slaughter. Is who likes Papoose? Who likes that, Papoose? No, fuck that, that shit. No, no, wait, no, don't say isn't nothing. That the who only likes Papoose? song that he has where for every letter he says, like he raps a different letter. Yeah, then he goes through? backwards. Then he goes, he goes all the way from that a to is Z, in no way the same thing. From Z to A. You got no think. way the same thing. I no, don't understand. What, no, I don't understand no, no, why Papoose no, is a thing. No, you, why is Papoose what you're a thing? thinking about is what you're, what you're, the equivalent of what I was saying is like one of those Joyner Lucas songs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like that type Where the of shit, nigga like, raps it backwards and it's a completely different story. And fuck that shit too. No. No. I just want to, no, I just want to dance. Nas has, so, Nas has so a song where like he raps it backwards. No. You know what? I love Little Weapon. I love Kick Push. One of my favorite lines of all time is clunk, 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 clunk. No, <laughs> fuck that nigga. <laughs> fuck that nigga on everything. I, yeah, I clunk, don't, clunk, I don't clunk, care. Clunk. Like, people, I, I think well, Logic the, isn't Logic one of those rappers too. Uh, Logic is Logic, Logic is a black guy who looks white, and he talks about it on every album. White, yes. white, white. <laughs> Logic 
Logic has like two songs that I would actually listen to, but most of the songs of Logic's that I would actually listen to are songs that I was forced to listen to because they're on video game soundtracks and I heard them over and over again. So I was just like, okay, I'm fine. Um, but I, there's never a Logic song that I'm just going to be like, you know, I want to listen to some Logic right now. Like, I think that's a, I think that's a difference in the generations um, because I like some young dudes, but like, when you when you get to when you start getting to like fucking Lupe Fiasco, that is that's not those are not my niggas. Though. Like those are not my niggas. Little Weapon I, is an so you know rocking song. with Tyler the Creator, Scar. He seems like he's Tyler the Creator is an excellent rapper too. I I just I really appreciate more when he stopped using all the homophobic homophobic slurs. Yeah, and when he when he came out the closet, basically. But I, I mean, I, I like honestly, I, like, I, I, like I don't that. I don't think the niggas gay. I, when he when that that album was actually that album like Igor was really good. I like that one, but like there's not a lot of Tyler the Creator that I listen to. My daughter likes a lot of his music, but I'm like, okay, cool. Like Less. all I know is when the nigga came out, he ate a roach on fucking on a video, and I'm like, all right, I'm good with this. Like I'm good. Nigga ate a roach on a video, so I'm like, I mean, I'm it's probably it probably wasn't real, but still, the nigga ate a fucking roach. Nah, I'm good. Did y'all know that Method Man hasn't cursed on a rap song since 2000? Yes, he has. It's a lie. Wait, it's wait. When when did they say was the last time he cussed? They say he hasn't cursed on a rap song in the last five years. Last five years? Okay. Maybe. Because I was thinking about Blackout, and I was thinking about the stuff he did out here with Spice One and Tupac and all that. Okay, I can see in the last five years, but I mean, when's the last time a nigga put out an album? <laughs> well, this one says he hasn't cursed on the record since 2010. Okay, so since 2010. Cool. No, he's a liar. Um, I'm about to find well, it right now. Talk amongst was, yourselves. What was the last Wu-Tang album? <laughs> I know the, the one with people say. What was... <laughs> um, he said he hasn't cursed since a song on 2010's Wu Massacre. That's what he said. Which is a random thing. I mean, I remember I remember that that interview where he wanted to kill Wendy Williams, yo. Like that that was my introduction to Wendy Williams when she was still a radio host. Um basically she outed his uh his his well she started talking about his wife's cancer on the on the radio. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing about Wendy Williams. Have you ever seen pictures of old Wendy Williams? Why are y'all? No, you're not gonna do that. Leave her alone. But no, I'm saying like no, like leave her like, alone, Scar. Like older pictures of Wendy Williams. Wow. Like if, you know, because she talks about she talks about having these relationships with these rappers Scar. and stuff like that. That that a lot of them deny. But like, yeah, you're denying it for now. But like, what she what she was then was something completely different than what she is now. So. That's that's all I had to say about that. So, um, yeah, back to the show. Um, Allison leaves from singing Jesus Christ Superstar with Sarah, and Trina runs up on her, and she's like, I'm the baddest bitch. Um, no, but no, she didn't leave. Um, Sarah left. Sarah Stubbs left, and she, and, and she walked up her, on her at the table. And she was like, shit, I'm the baddest bitch. What? No, thank you. Um, that's a terrible, terrible impression. She makes an Itawati period on. What was her name? Trina. Oh, yeah. Little that's nasty hoe. That's the one in the videos with Beth. Yeah. Yes. And for her dick sucking quite natural, because she the baddest bitch. What? Keep on before your son walk in again and you look fucking embarrassed. <laughs> oh, I never look embarrassed. That nigga's heard some shit. <laughs> Like, honestly, I can say without hesitation that I am open and honest in all my communication with all my kids. Me too. Open and honest. Honest and open. Shit, I'm an honest bitch. What? Did you just call yourself a bitch? Who's bad? Who Who's bad? All right. All right. Let's just go. So, I just want to get to Allison. Um, I just want to get to Allison uh sex talking in spanish 
the fuck it, was it that? Was actually it was actually in, in, in Italian. It and it was Italian. horrible. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Let's it's, just warp straight to that point. So Donnie and Felix that? get there, and they're like, who's going to be the father? And they both say, I am. So they put them into a room where they have to ejaculate in the cup, and they give them, because they were claiming to be gay males, they gave them both gay porn. So Donnie calls Allison, and he's like, yeah, this gay porn ain't doing it for me. Can you talk dirty to me? And she's like, I'm in the, I'm, I'm in public. And she's not. She's in the car by herself in a parking garage. And he's like, I know, but can you, can you, can you take me to Italy? And that's, that's their nasty. That's their nasty. Their nasty it's her so acting like she's thing. a fucking Italian flight, attendant. flight stewardess. Flight attendant. They're, they're called flight attendants, not stewardesses. Shit, I'm the baddest bitch. That was Can you so stop weird. calling yourself a bitch? I did not understand that at all. That's what got him off? Did they role play? I, I don't know. If they role Apparently play, it that's a, a long time for it to get Like there. She knew exactly what to go to when yes, he said she I did. needed something. Yeah, she was she like, knows her 43 always works. She, she knows her husband. You can tell. <laughs> that nigga was jacking off the shoes like, do you want me to adjust your seat? Yeah, this this nigga forgot the forgot to open the cup. <laughs> he was about to bust and realized he was supposed to bust in the cup. And it was like, oh shit. And he had man, what kind of holding back? Like his Kegel muscles had to be on fire after having to hold that back in order to get take the cup out of the wrapper and then undo the top. Like, man, listen. I know we skipped ahead, but like most of that beginning thing was just where's MK? I don't know. I gotta go find MK. Okay. Where, I'm gonna go knock on this random man's door. Where's MK? Are you gonna fuck me? That's <laughs> basically what he said to her. No. Okay. What's up with you? We're clones. Where's MK? So that was the whole beginning of the movie of the episode. So oh, and Felix and Miss S got back and, and Sarah got on the same page. Sort of. Did they though? Because Felix brought Adele around and Sarah's jealous as shit. Very much so. And we're, we're and like she is acting like a total fucking child when it comes to this. And they try and say it's because she has this thing growing in her cheek, but she always acts like this. Yes, very much so. so. Technically, <laughs> she acts like this with been- Cal. Technically, there's always been something fucked up with her since we yeah. met her. So, you know what? She's always had that thing in her cheek, though. Uh, yes, she didn't uh, know. Oh, her running off on Kira and all that shit. She's always had that thing in her cheek. No, she so. no, she didn't. Oh yeah, they put it in it's, her. It's, at, it's, at they the put it military. They, base. Put, they put it. They put it in her. Um, we we think that they put it in her when she turned herself into Dyad in order to save Kira. Um, that's what we think that they put that in her. Mm. Okay. So um, Donnie and, and, and Allison also noticed one of their neighbors, uh, Portia Grossman, who's visibly pregnant, but they know that the Grossmans gave up on IVF uh, years ago. So... Uh, the Hendricks discussed adoption with the Grossman. So if Portia is five or six months along, then that's some bullshit. And Allison's like, I'm going to figure it out. So after she does the whole dirty talk, she runs into Portia in the parking lot. And Allison fakes crocodile tears and says they were trying one more time at IVF. But the doctor said no. And she spends a while trying to pry anything out of Portia, seeing if she had any special treatment done. And Portia finally takes pity on Allison and points her towards Dr. Bosch and tells her to ask for the Brightborn treatment. And that's why they left uh, Lifespring and went to Brightborn. And so Donnie and Felix have an appointment with Dr. Bosch, who says they seem to be healthy and they should have no trouble conceiving and is ready to dismiss them when Donnie says they were specifically asked, they were specifically advised to ask for the Brightborn treatment. And after assessing them for a moment, uh, Dr. Bosch gives him the Brightborn brochure and the package. Elena runs away uh, with a backpack and shit that she took from there from Allison and Donnie's house. Um, MK sends a text message to 
Ferdinand saying that she found some stuff. This is meet me at Beth's house. This is Sarah. Ferdinand goes over there and MK basically beats him up, pours gasoline over his head and is about to set him on fire because she was one of the she's the only surviving clone from the Helsinki experience. And her friend Nikki, who she has a picture of behind the blinds on her window, but her friend Nikki died and that was her only friend. So she's going to kill Ferdinand. And, um, so she, like, she got the same training that Helena got. Seems like it. Um, yeah, she's, she seen, well, we saw she was working on a bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we realized that that's the bomb that's under Ferdinand's chair. As soon as he sat down, he activated the bomb. Bomb under Ferdinand. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. It works. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't try to move now unless you want to hear bang. <laughs> bomb under Ferdinand. <laughs> Don't make a move unless you want to hear something. <laughs> so, um, Ferdinand's like, please don't let her kill me, Sarah. And Sarah's trying to toss some sense into her and shit. And <laughs> MK is like, you know what? We'll solve it this way. I know your fucking account. I traced all your uh, bank accounts, all the laundering you did and shit. You got like 3 million plus. Go ahead and type your password in that. 3.7. 3.7 million. Go ahead and type your password in. And he's like, it's corn cob. And she said, I told you to type it in, nigga. And he types it in and she takes all his money and vamps. And she's like, good luck getting up. You can't do shit. And Sarah's like, um, you can't leave like this. And she's like, watch me. And so Miss S comes in and cuts the uh, cuts one of the wires. And Ferdinand's like, you sure there's only one wire? <laughs> Miss S, like, as far as I can tell. And Ferdinand's like, try and tell better. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like Ferdinand for now. Right? And for so... Now. Uh, Miss S, who has her own experience with homemade bombs, disables the bomb. And Felix and Cosima, uh examine the information on the Brightborn treatment. And the centerpiece of the information is a DVD of Evie Cho, a woman who Cosima recognizes as a Dyad board member. And Evie offers her customers success, su- su- successful conception, easy births. And all of their children would be better than average. And that's where the episode fucking ends. Yeah. I, and, but also, we we forgot about the part with Trina. Uh, said she's the baddest said, bitch. What? Stop. Um, she she said that she was one. She was a carrier. She doesn't yeah. ex- exactly say what that is. But she basically says that she, she when she sets that whole thing um, in motion when she says that she knows that Beth has been to the dentist in that clinic. Yep. I remember that Trina told Sarah that and Sarah said, we're going to let the band deal with this. Cause you know, it's shut up. You know, there is a, um, there is a clip when that, when that song was hot, there is a clip of Trina at Norfolk State and Norfolk State's um, tuba section made like a, a semicircle around her and played that. She is really short in real life. Holy fuck is Trina short in real life. I believe it. Everybody famous is short, almost, except Megan Thee Stallion. You know the music soul child is only like five foot two? Sounds about right. Niggas a pig. So when he was talking about the girl in 17, he was like five inches shorter than her? Yes. Also, he's uh, the yeah, same um, nigga who uh, Trina, talked to a woman Trina's all night in the two. club and then was like, can I go home with you now? Five foot seven with light green eyes. That's what he said. So he's five foot, five inches shorter than this woman. Yeah, uh, Trina's Don't five. Deal with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like Trick Daddy. In my A staff. <laughs> oh, school. You know what? I like Trick Daddy. The thing about Trick Daddy is he reminds me of that other nigga who I can't remember <laughs> who made this song. Ay, 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 ay. It's because they both Florida niggas. No, nah, that wasn't Petey <laughs> Pablo. Who that, who that, who that, who that? JT they were Money. Both, uh, Petey Pablo's from North Carolina, but uh, yeah, JT Money. Said, 
Nisha Nisha said (laughs) Petey Pablo, and I was like, (laughs) check, check. They remind me of each other, these two niggas. Yo, yo. They're Florida people, Scar? Yes, JT Money is from Florida. JT Money is definitely from Florida. No, not Petey Pablo. (laughs) Petey Pablo was the first nigga I ever liked from North Carolina. I don't even know how I heard that nigga on the radio, but... Really? Yeah, I heard him out here in Sacramento, and I was like, yeah. Back when um, the take your shirt off, swing it around your head, that was way before Little Brother, so... Okay. I mean, that was a very popular well, song. Technically, technically, Mad Skills for me. Mad Skills is from Virginia, isn't he? He's originally from Fayetteville. Does not count. He's, he's from Fayetteville. We don't do originally. He's from Fayetteville. We don't do originally, Scar. He's from Fayetteville. We don't do he, originally. He, he claims and then, Virginia, and then, but he's from, from JT Money. I got to hear Soleil. And then from Soleil, I found out that she married Genuine. And actually, Soleil's biggest song is also Who That. This is the weirdest thing in rap that like plies have you, have you kind been... of like kind of woke now. Isn't that the wildest thing in rap of all times? <laughs> no, because the niggas are like 50. But the, the thing about Plaza, I think is fucking hilarious, is because his name is Plies. how country people say pliers. Yeah. Like it's yeah. His he's name because he's squeezing the game. Like that's, that's where his name comes really, from. Really, his name came from that. It's his name is how country people say pliers. Like, <laughs> and of course, he looks like the the hood version of Kurt Franklin. Um, All right, Brandon, you got anything? Mm-mm. Scar, you got anything? Um, no, other than someone said that Fragile Star is uh, the Bizarro of. Uh, Pharrell, and I can't unsee that now. Fragile Star was the one that was in Blade, not the one that was in Sunset Park, right? No, the one that's in Sunset Park. The, okay. the one that's in Sunset Park. Okay, yeah. I can see it. Yep. They said Plaza's five foot five. What the fuck? All these niggas is tiny. I just like Visions by Stevie Wonder because I know he played all those instruments blind. Yeah. And, 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 and like he can actually play the drums. There's a there's a there's a video of him like when he was younger and they like sit him on the drum kit and he just goes off. There's a video of him when he was younger when he was like, I want that girl. And they're like, Stevie, you're pointing at a wall. Man, there's there's so many there's so many people there's so many people that say that Stevie Wonder is not blind. Like it's like I this, saw the video of him shooting the jumper. That nigga blind as shit. They do you know that like the one thing that he loves to do is drive. It, it, he loves to drive. Eddie Murphy like, spoke on that. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of people say that they that he loves to drive. Um, in like the 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 Shaq the Shaq story where you know Shaq is Shaq, but Shaq said that they, they lived in the same building and like they were both on the elevator <laughs> and he didn't say a word because he's like that's Stevie Wonder I ain't gonna say and he recognized Shaq like he was like he's like all right Big Shaq and <laughs> went about his business he ain't fucking blind <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. That nigga shot this jump shot in pose like he just knew and it went straight up. He was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should not laugh at Stevie Wonder. So How voicemail 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. You can find me at Ratchet Book Club. Uh the Show itself is under RTO Podcast. Uh, you can leave a review on Spotify. It takes 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. You can leave a tip in the tip jar. Someone needs to tell Stevie to cut them dreads. Shake nope. them dreads. Thank y'all so much for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. 
Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com which is M-A-K-A-I-H.com or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.